Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, where we use advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning so you can quickly and easily start speaking Japanese. Hi, Greg here. Welcome to episode 15 of Japanese Made Easy. You may already know this word, but don't skip because we'll be learning another related word as well. First, just listen. Ashita. Ashita. If today is Monday, Ashita. is Tuesday. February 14th is Valentine's Day, so if today is February 13th, Valentine's Day is Ashita. Recalling that in Japanese, time-related words tend to go at the front of the sentence. Tell somebody, tomorrow I'm going to Kyoto. You're going somewhere with a friend named Sayaka. How would you translate this sentence literally? Literally, that would be tomorrow, Sayaka with Tokyo Station, Target Location, Go or Will Go. And more naturally, I'm going to Tokyo Station with Sayaka tomorrow. Polite Japanese, tell somebody, I'm going to a department store tomorrow. And I'm going to Osaka with Sayaka tomorrow. Okay, let's get another time word. Asatte. Asatte. If today is Monday, Asatte is Wednesday. Try and answer this question. If today is the 15th and your birthday is Asatte, how many days until your birthday? That would be two. Finish this sentence. The day after Ashita is Asatte or the day after tomorrow. Let's put that one to work. First, you tell somebody what you often do. How would you translate this? Ramen wo taberu. I eat ramen. Tell somebody the day after tomorrow. I'll eat sushi. Asatte, sushi o taberu. We could be dropping the O particle in these short casual sentences, but we'll leave it in just for practice. Ramen in Sapporo is known for being very good, so let's try literally. The day after tomorrow, Sapporo de. Recalling that de equals the place where the action will occur, ramen o will eat. A bit more naturally, the day after tomorrow, in Sapporo, I'll eat ramen. How would you say that in casual Japanese? Asatte, Sapporo de ramen o taberu. 
This next one is a long word and a delicious food. If you've spent time in Japan, you will likely have tried it. If you haven't been to Japan, do try it when you get here. First, listen. Okonomiyaki. Please repeat. Okonomiyaki. 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 And a city you already know, but let's get the Japanese pronunciation. Hiroshima. Most cities in Japan have a food that is well known and associated with the city. If you ever stop through Hiroshima, definitely try some Hiroshima style. Okonomiyaki. A friend is headed to Hiroshima. In casual Japanese and starting with the day after tomorrow, try asking somebody, Are you going to have okonomiyaki in Hiroshima? The day after tomorrow, take your time. Major train stations often have restaurants and other amenities. So, how would you translate this version of the question? Listen one more time. I'd translate that as Are you going to eat pizza with a friend at Osaka Station the day after tomorrow? Of course, the word order in English could have been different from my version, but as long as we get the gist. Okay, just one more of these types of questions. Let's use tomorrow. Try asking, Are you going to drink orange juice with Kenji at the hotel? More natural speed. Let's get a new super useful word, and for this, keep in mind that in Japanese, verbs go at the end of the sentence. As we like to do, let's get the meaning of the question based on the answer. Mayumi's friend David is from. Igirisu. David is really good at. Sakkar. Mayumi and David are at a coffee shop and he takes a phone call. She overhears him saying something about a photo shoot and a soccer ball. She asks him. Sakkar So there we heard. Sakkar. Which is soccer or football. And the new word. Suru with rising intonation, so it seems it's a question. Mayumi doesn't know it, but actually David is very good at soccer and plays often. He answers, Yeah, and then, Let's try another one, but that isn't a sport. Listen to both of these examples, which are actually the same idea, but said two different ways. Email which is 
email, and recently just Mere. is common. This is referring to electronic mail. There are different words for traditional snail mail. From here on out, we'll go with Mere. So David has cut the coffee short and goes to a photo shoot. He says to Mayumi, Asta mere suru yo. Tomorrow, email suru yo. So upon hearing a sport and suru, in English, the mind tends to go to the idea of play. But we also heard suru with email. And of course, play doesn't work for that. So think of suru as the universal to do something. In English, if we say something like, Oh, you do soccer? That's not really natural, but that's essentially how we are saying it in Japanese. Essentially asking, Is soccer something that you do? And then, Oh, suru yo? Yeah, I do, with I being understood. Then we had the other example. Asta meru suru yo? Literally, tomorrow, email will do. More naturally, David is saying to Mayumi, I'll send you an email tomorrow. Let's see if you can get this next one. A couple days later, Mayumi meets up with her friend Tiger. Tiger is pretty good at golf. In fact, on the way to the coffee shop, she saw him on the cover of a golf magazine. Recalling our casual questions with no, when wanting a bit of clarification, how would she ask him, You play golf? Golf するの How would he reply, Yeah, I do. This is a good time for a reminder. There is a difference between meaning and translation. Suru doesn't mean play, and it doesn't mean send, as in send an email. But it can translate as either of those. That's why often if you're watching something with subtitles, the translations go for the gist of what is being said. Not necessarily word for word or meaning for meaning direct translations. With that, tell a friend, tomorrow I'll do tennis. Asta tennis suru. Ask a friend if they're going to do golf the day after tomorrow. Asatte golf suru. Using the cognate for snowboarding. Snowboard. Snowboard. Tell a friend, I'll do snowboarding the day after tomorrow. To recap, for a lot of sports where in English we'd use the word play, in Japanese, they go with the universal word for do. Okay, let's take a break. And now here's your tip of the day from Japanese Made Easy. Today I want to talk about a strategy for getting by if you visit Japan. In my first year in Japan, at least twice I had gotten on the wrong train. Fortunately, in both cases, I got off before they left the station. But they were close calls. At Kansai Airport, after arriving in Japan, Basically, very tired after a long flight, I had to then take a few trains to get to my place in Japan. 
I was sitting in a seat waiting for the train to leave and still had my ticket out. The lady sitting next to me noticed that the ticket didn't match the train I was on. There were two sets of tracks and I was on the wrong side. I should have been on the train headed in the opposite direction. This was a long time ago and I don't remember exactly what she said, but fortunately she helped me out and I got the idea. Wrong train. That one over there is yours. I do remember scrambling to get all my stuff out the door before they closed and the train started moving. I barely made it, but luckily I did. After that, another time in a city I wasn't familiar with, I showed a person my ticket and asked, This train? And they said, Nope, and pointed out the window to a different track. So, from then on, I made a personal rule. Always show my train ticket to somebody on the platform before getting on, or in the train right away when I do get on, and confirm by pointing to the ticket and saying, This train? in Japanese. Keep in mind, I do have about a 97% overall correct train getting on percentage. It's just those two times early in the game that lowered my average. Okay, this next section is very important, so let's make sure you are solid with the concept. If you're a Japanese Mastery Method student, this will be review as it's dealt with in the main course, as well as in the Fluency in Casual Japanese course. Still, though, review of the basics is always a good thing. So, if somebody doesn't know Mr. Woods all that well, they'd be using polite Japanese, of course. Listen to how they'd ask if he's going to play golf tomorrow. He replies, Yes, will do. Still polite, try asking Mr. Jordan if he's going to play basketball the day after tomorrow. Let's branch it out a bit. We'll add in Osaka. So try asking if he's going to play basketball the day after tomorrow in Osaka. How would you translate this reply? That would be no, and whenever we hear the sen attachment to a verb, it's a safe bet that the answer is negative, won't, not, isn't, etc. So listen for that. In this case, しません is literally not do or won't do. Revisiting this word, スノーボード。スノーボード。スノーボード。when I first moved to Japan, I was invited to go snowboarding. I'd never tried it before and had recently really messed up one of my knees, so that was something I definitely did not do. So in casual situations and getting to know people, if a person asked, generally speaking, if I did snowboarding, I could have answered with simply, snowboarding don't do. しない。in fact, not just shinai, but because of the reasons I mentioned, I absolutely would not do it. So I could have said, 
Let's get that word real quick. Your friend Ned, who isn't that bright, holds up a small black bottle with a skull and crossbones on it. He asks, Should we put a few drops of this in our drinks? If it were polite, you might answer, Speaking casually to Ned, though, Absolutely do not. I might tell somebody I'm definitely or absolutely going to eat okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki, zettai taberu. So we can use zettai for adding a bit of emphasis or certainty about a situation. We absolutely or definitely will or won't, or we think a person absolutely or definitely should or shouldn't do something. I want to do a quick casual and polite workout with suru, as it's really important to be able to switch back and forth between polite and casual for this particular verb. So I'll say an activity and then don't or do, as in do generally or don't do generally. And you say the casual and then polite versions. Here's an example tennis do. Tennis suru. And polite. Okay, you give it a try. Golf don't do. Impolite? Probably uncommon, but just to practice, staying off the grid, don't do email. Impolite? Do or send an email. And polite. Notice that bowling and tennis had the o particle while mail didn't. This is because mail and suru are combined as the actual verb. For the English usage, I'll mail you, where mail is used as a verb. We can't say, I'll tennis you tomorrow. So the o particle is used as usual. Simply though, just use o with sports when speaking politely. Just about done with this lesson, so let's run through a couple new activities and work with the past tense at the same time. First, just repeat. Bowling. Bowling. Mayumi asks Keiko if she wants to go bowling. Keiko declines, as she doesn't want to do bowling two nights in a row. She mentions that just last night, she then mentions that she was bowling with Kenji, actually. How would Mayumi ask, where? More specifically, where was the location that the action took place? Another activity that people sometimes mention as a hobby or what they did on a date is So that's a combination of the word drive and do. Listen again. There is no V sound in Japanese, so it's changed to a B. In other words, to go for a drive.
Keiko tells Mayumi, I went for a drive with Kenji. Focusing on the past tense here. Kenji to drive した If she wanted to say that in polite Japanese, Kenji to drive しました Again, this is not a sport, and the words drive and suru are functioning as one. For example, we drove. So we don't need the o particle. Tell somebody in casual Japanese, I went bowling in Kyoto. Kyoto de bowling した And polite? Kyoto de bowling をしました Okay, let's use the short version of the word snowboard, which is just snowboard, snowboard. Casual Japanese, try saying, I did snowboarding with a friend. And polite? Snowboarding, we'll say, is a sport, so we had the O in there. And finally, tell a friend about a wild night out. Say, I did bowling with a friend in Tokyo. All right, we're making some serious progress now. We'll cover more noun and suru combinations that form verbs in the next episode. See you there. This has been another episode of Japanese Made Easy. For additional practice audios and downloads, visit JapaneseMadeEasy.com. 